What's up, everyone? Oh, yeah. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? We have Andrew here from Midwest Chopper Fest. Also in the green room, we have Jake Bulow from the Waski Extreme Performance. What a hell of a show we're going to be having today, especially with all the motorcycle talk, my favorite type of stuff. No drama, none of that stuff. Good old motorcycles. What's up, Andrew? How are you doing? I'm doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Uh, introduce yourself. Talk a little bit about who you are and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm Andrew. Um, I uh, run Midwest Chopper Fest uh, over in Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin. Uh, we have a big party coming up for it. It's going to be July 22nd of 2023. It's our third July annual Chopper Fest. Man, and I can tell you firsthand, they know how to build some choppers out there. I got my co-host in here. We got Marco, man. What's up, Marco? Hey, what's up, Hollywood? Man, choppers, you know me, Hollywood. I always have at least one chopper on me at all times. Sometimes I got two or three, just depending on uh, how I can hide them from uh, whoever I'm dating at that time. We're not talking about, you know, bicycles here. We're talking about actual choppers. There, I got real choppers, man. I got you. I got real choppers. Man, uh, Andrew, what is the Midwest Chopper Fest? What's it about? Well, what it's about is bringing back the old school party in ways of like real chopper fests, not these going to Daytona bike week shows where everybody just hangs out and looks at each other stupid. This is about actually getting to see the local bikes out there, getting to see the people drinking, having a good time with each other. So am I going to see, uh, by the way, everybody, myself and Marco will be live streaming the event. Yes. Uh, on July 22nd. We're going to have a kick-ass time doing that. Am I going to be able to see some titties, man? You're talking old. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. We got we got Wisconsin Dollhouses, uh, one of our vendors, and also one of our sponsors for the show. Oh, I love it. Nice nice outfit, uh, the uh, the dolls there. Hey, uh, so there's going to be choppers and, uh, and chicks. Is that what you're saying? Choppers, chicks, and music. Food and <laughs> food get any and better? free camping. Can't get any better. You you don't have to go anywhere. We we got free camping for everybody that wants to stay and keep partying. Breakfast in the morning. Uh, I hear Bloody Marys are in. Breakfast beers for the morning like I like to do. Oh, yeah. Yes. How much is it to get in? Uh, It's going to be 20 bucks to get in. And Twenty bucks. Knowledge. If you want to show your bike in there, we'll have multiple cl- we have multiple classes. What classes do you have? Um, we'll have, of course, choppers. We'll have pre eighty four, and then we'll have an outlaw class of choppers for all the ones that are your, you know, you'll get pulled over going across the United States because you know some places <laughs> choppers aren't legal to be riding all over the place. I got a couple of those, and then yeah. we'll have vintage. <laughs> We'll have custom, which will get you even your your big wheel bagger guys. Even though I'm not, but I still got class <laughs> for them. Um, so you well, class for the we have vintage, we have baggers, we have bobbers, and then two classes for choppers. 
and then your customs, your fully customs. Now, will you what? be able to buy a chopper there? Oh, uh, last year there was four bikes for sale there at the show. Guy, people mm. bring out the they got the metric one choppers too. They're they're all thrown in there. The there was like three metric bikes for sale last year, and then one Harley. And I know this year there's a chance that uh, a chopper knucklehead that I know of, the guy want, might be trying to sell at that show too. Nice. Oh, that's, that's nice right there, man. <laughs> what was the inception of this? Where'd you get the idea of having a fest like this that's actually old school and not any of this corporate crap? Well, when I grew up, and where I used to hang out with all my friends, like Teach and them guys back in the back in the day, we used to go like underground parties at uh, uh underground parties and shows. And it was like before Mama tried and before it got all corporate and like non cool, basically. So we the, everybody used to run around fucking naked and slip <laughs> and slide and drinking and having fun and nobody cared and it was you know there was food and everything everything was there you didn't have to go and it wasn't like a million dollars like you're not going to spend a thousand dollars at you know like you wouldn't 10 minutes at one of the big shows this is you know you'll have a good time all day and see good music plus everything so we gotta we gotta we're working on right now a big name band um, I don't want to announce the name of the band yet, but otherwise I have a few other bands that are going to be there too. Mm -hmm. Now, so as far as, go ahead, Mark. Well, is this, so the music, uh, does that happen during or after, or is it like sort of a, the, the show first and then it's a night of partying or. Oh, uh, well, what we do is we usually have, you know, music, live music playing all day, you know, usually about two o'clock I'll start getting a band up there going so there's music and food and booze going around. Everybody's having a good time. And then uh, usually about seven, five to seven o'clock, depending on what's going on between all the all the shenanigans that are going on, like mini bike jousting and <laughs> the bike games and stuff like that. We uh, that's when I'll start getting ready to announce the winners of the chopper, who won each event, and hand out awards and. Um, we go from there and then at usually nine o'clock, that's when I get the last band on and that way they can play for their, their set. And then we keep, we have our music still playing after that, but it's just the band usually goes on about nine o'clock. Nice. Nine o'clock. So all, is this an all day event? It gates open for general public at noon. All the vendors, we'd like them to be there. The latest ten o'clock, you know, latest ten o'clock in the morning. That way, we're all set up and ready, and we can mm. get relaxing for a little bit before the show. You gonna have oh. food there and all that jazz too, Andrew? Yeah, we have food. We got uh, we got the taco trucks. You know, all bikers love tacos. We have uh, usually hot dogs and brats, and uh, usually like somebody a ribs and stuff like that. Just kind of, you know all around food and then we usually do uh all you can eat breakfast for 10 bucks on the uh, the next morning if anybody there wants to eat man rock that on good. yeah that sounds like a perfect thing man you go out and party on a saturday have a bunch of bloody marys up in the morning on a sunday and uh just keep the oh, party yeah. going 
What do you think about all this yeah, corporate? I'm not, I don't like all the, like, yeah, I go to some of the events, some different things around, like, yeah, I go to them, but you know, that's, that's what, you know, that's what you normally do. Everybody goes to those, but they're not, you know, nobody, everybody's just like looking at each other and might have a few drinks. You know, this is not what this is about. This is about having a good time and having memories. And like last year we had people show up to the show that, found out I knew their dads and like grandparents and stuff like that from years ago and they were young guys. So, you know, it this party pulls in people from all over. Rock on. You, you, you expected a pretty big crowd? Uh last year we had like it was about six five, six hundred people uh there during the whole day. So it's it goes, you know, we with if we more the merrier that's kind of how it is we're we're placed yeah. out on uh we got 40 acres to play on out here oh, 40 acres <laughs> are you going to be yeah, in the motor in the, we got we got a camping in the wood lines and you know like we're we're already prepping all the new campsites so that people can pitch their tents and relax and I usually do a Honda burn or something, you know, burn one of the old shitty bikes on our burn pile or something. <laughs> we'll <do> something. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to be low one up this year. You never know. Uh, dynamite fun, man. Dynamite fun. Are you going to be uh, doing the motorcycle joust? We should put Marco on that. Dude, I'm the oh, motorcycle joust Anybody king, wants dude. Anybody wants to joust with me, I'll, I'm all for it. Oh yeah, dude. I'll do any we'll do anything for views. Anything for views. Okay, so I say uh, hey, Marco bucks 20 bucks. I'll do anything for twenty dollars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's everybody think? Marco versus Andrew in the motorcycle joust live right here on Insane Throttle Marco Marco Motorcycle Nation. I love it, man. I love it. As long as I don't get impaled. My money's on Andrew that you're going to get your ass whooped. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I have to come up with a strategy. Uh, crazy. Let's go crazy fast. Joe. Don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy Joe asked, do you allow vans there? Do we allow vans? Um, we yeah. have parking for people. Like if they want to camp in their par- in their van and stuff. But uh, we had parking across the road for for the event. All right, cool. So they, you do have vans. How about RVs and stuff? Uh, we don't. We we have spots for RVs, but they'd have to have their own uh their own power over there. That like we don't have enough power to supply for all the RVs. Okay, okay, not bad, man. They got it going on over there, Marco. Yeah, all they need is a stripper pole in the in the campsite, and then uh, oh, we have that good. too. Don't worry. Okay, we're good. We're done. We got it. <laughs> They got, they got the dolls coming in, dude. They're gonna be showing <laughs> pity. Didn't you hear that? Yeah, but I didn't know if they would be inside, outside. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to figure oh, out how it's going to work. They're they're free round. They walk around all day. Do a, you know, we have a we have a stripper pole room where they can pull you in and you can have as much fun as you want. Within reason, <laughs> you know, it's on the girls' discretion on what they want to do. Right, right, right yeah. 
Well, old Hollywood has to get himself a lap dance right there. Uh, Marco, I don't know if they have guy lap dancers, but. Uh, <laughs> You're a dumbass. <laughs> you know, it'd be fun, though, is to film all that and then uh, let everybody else here watching, you know, we'll play a couple of uh, quick video. Obviously, we won't be able to play the, you know, we'll have to blur it out, but uh, that'll make for a good video. I think it would, man. And a oh, lot yeah. of people get you different, uh, Marco, dancing with a guy. But, hey, that is what it is. I don't judge. <laughs> I don't judge. Yeah, you know, listen, I don't want to pull the uh, I'm Italian card and then have to pick up all the girls and don't leave you with any. So, oh, okay, man. Okay. You know what? What do we want to do here? We're gonna, we'll see who can get the most uh, numbers or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you've had this going on, what, three? Uh, this is going to be your third year? This, this is our third year. Rock on. We're going to have uh, all kinds of commercials playing, guys, on my uh, videos on the radio station. You're going to have that going on, so you will not miss this one. I'm not going to let you miss this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would be cool if you show up and stuff. I'll even interview you guys on the air. I think you're going to have a hell of a time over there, especially this being an old school event. This ain't Sturges. This ain't freaking Daytona where you can't see titties and all that stuff. Just don't act like an idiot and you don't get treated like one. Yeah. That's <laughs> Hey, we're all men here and adults, you know, the women, we like them to be loose, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So do you, do you agree with me, Andrew, man? And I, I've always tried to give good advice to uh, people. Uh, as far as women are concerned, I truly believe, see, I screwed up here and I know Marco has a bunch of times. I don't think he's hooked on phonics. He don't learn like me. Uh, <laughs> you should lease it instead of own it. Am I right or wrong? hundred percent. I I'm on the two, two and two program. Usually they last two days, two weeks or two months. That's usually about it. <laughs> nice. I like that. I'm on the two, two, two. Either two kids, two less of money, or two broke. That's my my twos. But uh, yeah, that's Marco's way of going right there, man. (laughs) So uh, yeah, we're gonna go around live streaming, guys. Uh, Marco has a killer setup that he's gonna be bringing uh, to the event. It's a good thing to support these type of events over, say, Sturges or Daytona. These type of events are going to get you all closer to what the biker lifestyle really is about. It's yeah. none of that PC crap. You know, what's you know, funny is this is the way that this yeah, is the kind of events. And, yeah, this is the kind of events I yeah, like. This is the way it was back and, in the know, day, you know? Everybody's when, angry at each other. Right. This is how it was old school back in the day when you just went and you went in the woods and everybody had a party and was having a good time. And it was a bunch of drinking and titties and fun and excitement and choppers. I mean, I can't think of anything better. Do you got some uh, good name uh, bike builders bringing their stuff out? Um, Usually like, I got a couple shops that like to bring their bikes out. My buddy Eric over at Knight's Performance, he's got some fucking killer bikes, built some killer, uh, killer power power bikes horsepower bikes too he usually he's planning on coming my buddy chris he he's his bikes are being uh featured in cycle source and a couple of mine been featured also but he's out there he'll be here there's there's gonna be a quite a few people here uh jason asked uh andrew how much law enforcement is normally hanging around <laughs> that's uh, a good question 
usually they leave us alone for the most part on this party. They they will watch the roads, make sure you're not uh, if they. Well, we had one a couple years ago, a party a couple years ago, and we had Bobaflex at the party, and some girl tried to dr- drive off drunk, and the cops brought her back and told her to just stay here. We don't want to arrest you. Yeah, as long as you're being too stupid, don't drink Mm. and drive. That's the main thing. We got bring your camping gear, rock on. And you're not, you know, what it's a nice, safe environment, and uh, that it's just fun, it's outgoing, and that's the stuff I really miss was the old days of going the hill climbs and stuff, and then partying, and you know, everybody running around naked doing their thing. And not having to worry about uh, PC and all that crap. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that is, what, July 22nd. And what times it uh, start for the general public, Andrew, again? Gates on at noon for general public. Noon for general public. Again, I'm going to have a lot of the details. You're going to be seeing a lot of the flyers. Uh, as soon as Andrew gets me a good flyer uh, up on yeah, uh, all our Cool yeah, deal. I'll get you a new right. one. We'll have we'll have my buddy Brett and and Dan from Chi Town South here too. They they'll be they'll be up here with their with some of their killer bikes that they build too. Awesome. Well, uh, Andrew, we appreciate you coming on the show and uh, talking about uh, Midwest Chopper Fest. I think it's going to be a badass time. I look forward to doing the uh, live stream on this one. Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, our first one so far this year, Marco, is going to be that one. Yeah, we're going to uh, come in with the cameras. We're going to get a good feel. Uh, I mean, we want you to come, but if you can't come, we'll have a. a we're, we're, I'm going to make a big promotional video and uh, and put it out on uh, on both of our channels. But uh, I'm excited because it's going to be the first time we get to get out and sort of do our thing at a festival. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Again, Andrew, thanks for coming, man. I really appreciate of course, it. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having it me. It was guys. awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. We'll be in touch, man. Uh, if you want to stick around, you can stick around. Uh, but we're going to bring in uh, Jake. Uh, he's from Nawaski uh, Extreme Performance. I'm probably fucking that up again. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, cool. Hey, right, Andrew, I'm going to put you in the green if you want to stay. If not, uh, I'll talk to you later, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you guys later. I'll probably All stick right, around man. for a little bit. All right, All right Andrew. Man, that sounds fun, dude. Oh, it's going to be a hell of a time, Jimmy. man. Uh, this is l- what you imagine everything oh. to be about. You're talking 70s, 80s, 90s rolled into one before it got all PC. You're talking about music, beer, titties, and fun. I mean, I can't think of anything else. That should be, that should be the flyer, actually. If I was making a flyer, that's how I would make it. Uh, gas, ass, and grass, man. The good old days. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring in uh, Jake, man. Hopefully, we to get him uh, to bring uh, his team and get a vendor over there. Let all you guys see their bikes. He's with uh, the Extreme Performance uh, Race Team for the King of the Baggers. Oh, and he'll be uh, out at uh, Moto America. I think it is. Uh, uh, what is that? I got to get a hit date. I'll bring him in. So let's bring him into the show right here. We got Jake. What's up, Jake? What's going on? Hey, man. Hey, I apologize for for Hollywood fucking your name all up, man. He's just terrible. We got to spell it out for him. 
how do you, how do you file music, titties, beer? I mean, <laughs> it happens, man. You know, it happens. It, it's tough. But that's why I say you got to go get a booth over here, man. Everybody yeah, wants to see. Something, definitely something I'll, I'll be talking to Pete about. <laughs> go ahead, Marco. I'll let you go off uh, and start on this one. So, Jake, we're super excited. I went to uh, now. I, I lived in Wisconsin for a long time, and I've been up to the uh, the the whole thing up in Moto America. And what is what are the dates of that actually? Uh, so, the one in Wisconsin is going to be June second through the fourth at Road America and Elkhart Lake. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've never seen these baggers, it's just insane what you guys can actually do. Uh, give us a little like a description of uh, a, a typical, you know, bagger for you that you're going to build and put uh, put out there and kind of, uh, you know, give us a, a rundown of what you guys do there. So um, we got into the bagger racing uh, pretty much from the start when the BRL was about. Um, Pete was really involved in it. And from there, we've always been performance here at this shop. Uh, we have high horsepower motors, high horsepower springers. Um, and then the baggers kind of, we went from the big wheel baggers in the early part of the century here to now we're into performance baggers. You know, it used to be everybody was doing the air ride and slamming them on the ground. And now we're trying to go as tall as we can, as fast as we can and handle around corners and stuff that these bikes aren't meant to do. Yeah, I'd tell you, the first time I saw a bagger ride a wheelie, I was like, dude, that's a, if I was ever doing that, I'm in the middle of an accident. But uh, it looks awesome, and I know it's it's tough to do, but uh, what what kind of horsepower, when you guys put them on the dyno, what are we talking about uh, what you guys are running back there? Um, so we don't really let our numbers out there, but we're plus 150 on ours. Um, and I know Harley is running – rumored to be running about 200 horsepower on their king of the bagger bikes jesus and that's that's naturally aspirated i mean these are numbers that we're talking about that we normally see out of turboed bikes and forced induction and these are all na motors has the technology just gotten so much better or why all of a sudden can we do this we're we're pushing the boundaries um so i mean like we're doing all the motors here are become so tight that like we're claying pistons in that to make sure that our valves don't touch when we're assembling them. And we're just pushing everything beyond what we've always done. Um, I know some of these motors are running 14 to one compression, which is insane. So it's just, I think it's just, this is a, a learning curve for everybody. Now, do you would you say in 2023 here that you spend more time with your hands in a motor, or do you have, spend more time with your hands on a computer? Um, it, both. So, I mean, tuning is a huge part of any of these builds. Any any build that you do nowadays, uh, tuning is huge. But it's also, I mean, you have to make sure that you put the motor together. You got to make sure you're allowing for every little bit of movement in the motor and that i mean the the tolerance has gotten so tight that we've been using now do you guys work on civilian stuff or are you strictly race so we um the race team is kind of its own entity in the shop um we we've been we were formerly pistol pete's custom cycles and uh pete has been around for 18 years now and we've always it's always been a motorcycle shop, a repair shop, and then we kind of got more specialized in the last couple of years, 
and then we started doing the race stuff. And in the beginning, I was part, I was the main mechanic and that in the race team, but we've kind of gotten to the point where we need to conquer and divide. So I took over management in the shop and lead tech here in the shop, and then Pete takes care of the race stuff. So we still do everything from your basic oil change to ground up builds. Nice. And you guys are located in Wisconsin. Yes. Where 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 are you? You're up in Menominee Falls or Menominee, right? Menominee, over by Eau Claire. Um okay. about an hour east of the cities. Who's oh, your okay. uh, who's your uh, dr- uh rider for the bike? Uh Danny Eswick is our rider. He's a four time Daytona two hundred champion on the uh super bikes and um just a very good rider. Mm-hmm. Now, is he uh, your only rider? Is he the exclusive for the team? Is he on a year he, deal? He's our only rider at this time. Mm-hmm. What uh, did he place down in Daytona? Um, so we had some uh, motor failures in that in Daytona. Like I said, we're pushing these motors to the extreme. So um, on the uh, we had a DNF on the first race. The second race, we finished 10th. Tenth, so mm-hmm. mind you, these races, the, the what we're doing for racing, I mean, that's that's middle of the pack. However, it's one of the top finishers. If not, we've been consistently the leading um, privateer team through racing in that last year and a half. Um, we're going up against Harley and Indian and companies that there there is no budget. I believe Harley has like a five point five million dollar budget for the race team this year. Jeez, you think yeah, that's a you think that's fair that the bigger motorcycle manufacturers are spending that kind of money, where the smaller race teams can't get that type of output for the money they have to, you know, squeeze whatever they have out, and doesn't that just make it to where a lot of uh, small teams don't want to compete? Um, yes and no. Um, there is, so I mean, it, it, obviously if we had millions of dollars to throw like they do, I mean, it, it would be nicer. However, um, it's something to hold your hat on that we are still in the ball game with a big, uh, money like that. You also have the fact that as of this year, I know Moto America has changed a lot of the rules and they they're trying to level the playing field. Uh, they've started limiting RPMs and certain, uh, like it used to be the 131, but you could have as much compression as you want. And they're kind of limiting a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, NASCAR did on the super speedways with uh, the restrictor plates and all that type of stuff. Yep. So that's one thing that me and Pete have kind of compared to all this too, is, you know, I mean, this is kind of the new NASCAR where NASCAR, that's how it started, you know, and it didn't start with many rules when they first started and all the rules are, you know, push the boundaries till you get the rule. That's kind of the way to go about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a trick? Is there like a trick for the drivers? Is there something that, uh, you know, that they, or is it just strictly just natural talent to be able to ride these things? I think a lot of it is just natural talent. Um, just to watch some of these guys out here go do what they do is just insane. I mean, I, I know how to ride a bike very well, and I wouldn't even attempt to do some of the riding they do. Yeah. 
How does uh, somebody get into that if they're thinking about maybe wanting to get into maybe just uh, being joining the team or being a helper or having their own team? Um, so to get into um, to be a rider and all that, you have to take you have to actually be licensed and all that through Auto America and or the BRL has their own licensing also. And so you got to go through that. You got to take the classes and stuff like that. Um, in order to get involved in racing, it, I, I couldn't give you any advice. I mean, it just kind of, we knew the right people at the right time and we jumped in head first. Now, have you ever rode the actual race bike? So I have actually rode the race bike. Um, so it's we, just sick. It is. Um, so we, do, <laughs> um, we launched a suspension line last year our own suspension brand so we go to sturgis daytona set up do suspension installs and all that and so we take all the race bike and all that with us everywhere we go and last year we had to take it from where we were set up to downtown for a bike show for the v-twin visionary bike show downtown sturgis and i had to ride it across town because everybody else was busy so it tell, is, tell me you didn't do I would have done it. Yeah, I would have done a wheelie. I would have just tried to. So it, it's actually reverse shift. So half the time you're trying to remember which way to <laughs> not your normal. So you're like, oh, man. And all of a sudden you shift. And you're like, nope, wrong way. <laughs> so it, it's, it's a trick. Yeah. The last thing you want to do when you're riding that bagger is to choke it out on a like, stoplight or something and be like, damn it, everybody's looking at you. So blah, 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 blah. Damn, I got to start it over. Yeah, yeah. that'd be bad. That'd be bad. <laughs> Uh, when did you start as a mechanic, man? How young? Um, so I've always, since I can remember, I've always tinkered with stuff and fixed stuff and built stuff. Um, a lot of it came from necessity, you know, when I was younger and all that, I didn't have the money to pay somebody else to do it. So I had to learn how to do it. And as I started getting into bikes, I started working on my own bikes. I've always been into customization and all that. So it just kind of came naturally i was naturally talented at working on stuff so i just kept going and i ended up here years years later did you ever thought when you started as a mechanic that you'd be on this race team and doing this thing or is this like totally a 180 what you thought this is really so when i was in my 20s i read a book how to build a cheap job and i always wanted to start a bike shop and all that well life took me different directions and i went different places and then i met pete and me and pete were best friends for quite a while and um then i just he was hiring for a mechanic and i showed up one day and kind of everything went from there and then we started with the race team and a lot of it just has become kind of unreal um like i said we started our launched our own uh suspension line for harley's um because we weren't happy with what was out there. So we went performance-based suspension and a lot of it just played out. And it, it's kind of cool if you can stand back and watch from the sidelines. And is that something that the regular person can buy or is that like race suspension? Nope. It, um, so we do have race suspension, but our suspension is designed for Harley. So um, we were an Owens dealer and had all the other suspensions out there and we had probably getting the product and we wanted a better product. So Pete went to work and he designed what I believe is the top of the line um, suspension. It's been uh, put against independent, tested against Olens and Legends and other ones. And it, it comes out on top every time. Um, we have had not one unhappy customer of all of our installs. Everybody loves it. 
And so it's all performance-based. It's tailored to the rider. So every rider, whether you're the Saturday go out and put a thousand miles on rider, or you're the guy who's doing wheelies. We have stunt riders that um, run our stuff. I mean, everything is based on performance and um, top of the line quality. Everything's handmade here in America. So we have the most versatility. We have, I think, six different spring rates, which is unheard of in suspension for Harleys at this time. So if uh, somebody's watching right now and they're interested, do you have a website they could go to? They could check it out? We do. Go to Nawaski.com. And... Spell that forever because it's, for Hollywood can't even remember that name. <laughs> N-O-W-A-S-K-E-Y. Well, we're going to bring Andrew back in. We got some stuff. If you guys want to stick around, have some fun with us. Uh, Marco usually has some weird shit going on here. So <laughs> yes, I do. I, I well have everybody in here. We'll bring back Andrew and uh, hopefully Jake. We do see at the Midwest. Yeah, definitely going to talk about trying to get there. Yeah, that would be awesome, man, if you guys could. I'll interview over there. But, okay, Marco, take the thing, man. Go ahead. What what kind of stupid shit we got today? Oh, now it's stupid. Okay. Well, I mean, last week we did uh, Would You Rather, uh, uh, but now we have four people here, so I don't know how, I don't know how we're going to do the camera angles on this. So could you have one that sets up in the middle, maybe? Mm, let's see. Just go ahead and put it up. We'll see how it uh, goes up. Uh, all right, so uh, this is uh, something that uh, there we go. We got four on the side. Um, so I went through uh, Amazon and uh, I was looking through Amazon. Um, uh, you know, when you do when you do you, you get a product and then you write your uh, you know you write your little thing on there. So I decided to say, do you think this is actually uh, a sex toy or do you think this is an actual real tool that uh, was was going? So I'll read the Amazon review and then you can guess what you think it is. So it's either a sex toy or it's an actual tool that you would use in the garage or in the yard. Okay. I thought it was talking about you being a tool, but go ahead. <laughs> no, no, that's you, dude. That's you. Everyone knows it. All right, so this Amazon review came back. They say, only work for a few seconds after taking it straight out of the package. Thought maybe dead batteries. Replaced it four times. Still did not work. So do you guys think that's a sex toy or is it an actual tool? Andrew, you first, man. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to sucker these guys toy. in it. Sex toy. All right, Jake? I'm going to agree. I think it's a sex toy. Next time. All right, Hollywood? I think they're all freaks, man. They they go right away to the freaking sex toy stuff, man. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, it was a vibrating silicone anal toy. You guys, you guys know your sex toys. Very nice. All right, how about this one? Uh, so, full disclosure, I bought this for my wife, but I tested it out. Sounds like you, Hollywood. I tested it out before I gave it to her. Super strong, but almost not audible when you're holding it. Andrew, is that a sex toy oh, or is that a sex, uh, sex toy? All right, uh, Jake. I'm gonna go with tool. You're gonna go with tool. All right, we got one there. Hollywood. I gotta go with tool. Sex toy. Uh, it was the vibrating bullet. You should know that, Hollywood. Don't you have that, dude? Man, you're like setting us up here, man. You're all. It's like sex toy, sex toy, sex toy. What the hell, is it, man? Is it? You don't know. That's the game. That's why we call it a game. Stop Everyone complaining. Be a sex toy. All right, how about this? Looks a, like an awesome little unit 
Bought it for camping. Haven't gotten to use it yet, but it looks like it will do the job. I'll, I'll say a, a tool. New tool? All right, Andrew's tool, Jake? I'm going to go with tool. Tool, Hollywood? Oh, that's got to be a tool. Garden tool, small leaf blower. So nice. You guys are, I think every. Some think women, ho- some <laughs> women with a small leaf blower might be, you know. <laughs> it might, it be might a sex still toy. be a sex toy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hollywood, this is not in your realm. You got to like leave it out of, this is like for the normal person, probably. Oh, okay, it's, okay. It's the Alta Queefer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, this was very simple. This person just said, I love to write it. Do you think it is a sex toy or do you think it was a, a, an actual tool? Andrew? Sex toy. Sex toy. Jake? Sex toy. Hollywood? Uh, I'm still saying a tool, man. You know, light, riding lawnmower or something like that. Ooh, you're going lone wolf on them. Well, you know what? It was a riding lawnmower. <laughs> so you, you had that one right. What up there? Yeah, huh? talking about you're coming back you're coming back all right oh uh, this is a jesus this is long uh, i really love the control it is not a low and high speed rather it's controlled stri- it's controlled strictly by the pressure you put on it and that it really is a great feature i have not tried this suction feature but i do believe it will work quite well as when i have gotten the unit close to my jogging shorts it pulls the material right into the suction opening. I have no idea what the hell this is. I don't even remember doing this one. Uh, Andrew. That sounds like one of them. Well, like sex toy. Sex toy? All right, Jake? Yeah, like I got rose thing that those girls use. <laughs> All right, Hollywood? It sounds like one of them clitoris. Uh, you know, the they put that uh, stain and they suck it open because, you know, my wife always says, man, it's the external, not the internal that matters to them. And she should know, man. She can go like two hours with uh, her vibrator. Yeah. Did like, she call you a two-pump chump, though? Yeah, two pumpers, man. I'm busy. <laughs> I got to get mine. It's, and not, it's, a race. It's, a, it's a race. It's a marathon. Uh, all right, let's see. Oh, it was a cordless leaf blower. Didn't see? you just have one? No, yeah, well, I mean, you could have other ones that are the same kind, man. All right, how about this? I was a bit nervous ordering these. They looked pretty flimsy. They are not. They are perfect fit for being uh, for big and small hands. Wife is five three, and I'm five ten, and both of us can grip and use it with ease. I'm gonna say a tool. Tool. All right, Jake. Yeah, I gotta go with tool. Tool. Hollywood. Yeah, I got to go with the tool, man. I got to go with that. Garden tool, a hand trowel set. You guys are good, man. I thought I'd be getting you all kinds of stuff here. All right, how about this? It works fast. The low speed is also wonderful. Quite a few others were still too high, even on low. This one is actually low like it should be. Sex toy. Sex toy? Jake? Yeah, sex toy. Sex toy? Hollywood? Yeah, that's not- that sounds like a vibrator, man. But, uh, you know, Jake over there, you know, he has the tools that make a woman happy over there. I hear. <laughs> <laughs> These are actual Amazon reviews. And the answer is, ah, there you go. Just a straight vibrator. Nice. Uh, we got a couple more. here. All right. Uh, I've been seeking one of these for at least five years now uh, for Bluetooth controlled. It was affordable and easy to set up and you could set it hands free. Oh, that's that a sounds vibrator. like a vibrator. A hands-free yeah. vibrator? What are you guys shopping at? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one I could throw on my phone for my chick. At one point. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love it. All right, uh, Jake, what do you think? Yeah, sex toy. Sex toy, Hollywood. I already said sex toy, man. No, hands free. I don't even know they made those, man. I'm just, I must be like out of the loop, man. Are you gonna uh, go like order one now? That you know no. about them? Well, no, I, I need a girlfriend first, so for, I'll have to get the girlfriend first, and then I'll order one. Uh, all right, this one says, I was full of skepticism when I bought it, but uh, this, but after using it, I'm so glad that I purchased this product. In the past, the tube would get stuck and be a pain to get out. It sounds like that thing on ER, the sex in the ER, when they get, you know, <laughs> kinds of stuff stuck up in there man you have an active imagination did you get in trouble in school a lot i think so man but damn man that's a sex toy right there all right uh andrew what do you think uh i'll go tool tool jake i'll go sex toy <laughs> jake oh lawn tool the lawn plugging tool you know when you have to poke holes like when they aerate the greens uh we have one all right yeah we have one more here uh not sure what this company did when they made these new ones but the power sucks i had two of these but not this new version so far it's been 64 minutes and i'm not done very very disappointed (laughs) i missed the old version jesus this person was pissed (laughs) and busy (laughs) it has 64 minutes it was down to the minute all right andrew what do you think uh we'll go tool Tool. All right. Uh, Jake. I'm going to go sex toy again. Sex toy. All right. Jake. I think Jake's picked sex toy every single, every single time, except for one. Uh, Hollywood. Well, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me, man, because I did a news story where a woman in Mississippi had, got caught having sex with a German shepherd. So <laughs> this wouldn't surprise me at all if it was a sex toy. Uh, what newspaper are you reading? This was national news. She, you know, she was, uh, she got down with the red rocket, man. You know how them German shepherds, man, they get a heart on it. It's like she, a red she was rocket. With the lipstick. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! This is going to hell in a handbasket. Uh, let's see here, lawn tool. That was a weed whacker. Well, there's other stuff you to do with weed whackers, man. You know, you have uh, them parties where the strippers come in. And they got, they use them uh, drills and stuff. They put a vibrator on the end of the drills, and they go to town on each other. It's beautiful stuff. It's beautiful artwork. What I, parties they, they are you going to? <laughs> a That's all you need is a sawzall dildo, boy. That's it, boy. You're you're done. Uh, all right, here. I decided to give the dual one a try, and I'm very pleased. It has numerous modes for each piece. You can use them all simultaneously. What do you think, Andrew? Uh, we'll go sex toy. Sex toy? All right. Jake? I might as well just keep with my trend. <laughs> sex toy all the way? All right. Hollywood? Uh, it's a sex toy, man. And after the show, I know damn well that uh, Jake and Andrew going to get friggin' laid now, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, it was a hand trowel, lawn tool. All right, I think that was. Uh, how about this one? Easy to handle, length is good, size is comfortable. Nah, sex toy. Yeah. All right. What do you think, Jake? I'm not saying yeah. I'm just saying yeah. Gotcha. I'm going to go with Tool because I've lost every other one. <laughs> now he's, he's switching up his strategy now. Oh, man. He has freaking sex on the brain, man. I have to say sex tool, man. Sex tool? No, another weed whacker. Damn, man. 
the hell? The hell you you doing? Well, it must be um, weed whacking the pussy with the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if they make that. They don't know if they make that weed whacker on Amazon, but we can look. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was some good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. You guys did good. You guys were impressive, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Not that, not that bright here usually. <laughs> Well, well, Mike and Andrew's going to be at the Midwest Chopper Fest. Are we going to have any uh, power tools going on there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, big hands, small gloves, you know what they say. They <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, my goodness. We're all going to hell. Uh. <laughs> and a hand basket. Yeah. Right. That was some good stuff, Marco, right there, As long there, as I man. bring my sandwich maker along, I'll be okay. Well, there you go, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's 100% true. You got anything else, Mark? Uh, Well, no, because I wasn't quite sure how the how long the interviews were going to go. So, Well, that's cool, man. That works out, man. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Jake, man? Uh, you've been around the country and stuff. You've been to Sturges. You've been to Daytona. What do you think about the atmosphere compared to, say, a smaller local type of party and rally? Um, I mean, you get to the the big ones in that. I mean, it's it's honestly, it's not as fun. I mean, you have just so much more going on. You have so much law enforcement, and um, honestly, you have so many more idiots. <laughs> So, um, I, like the Chopper Fest, that thing, like the way it sounds and all that, I think that is more on par for what a lot of people want to see nowadays than the big ones. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is, Andrew, with people that spend these thousands of dollars just to travel to Sturges and mix with 500,000 people? I don't see that as being fun. You know, I've never been to Sturges. I've been to Daytona. That was a freaking shit show down in Daytona uh, with all the people. But it's just not something I see myself spending that kind of money for. Well, I've, I've been to majority shows over the years. Um, being my ex-wife had a booth that she would set up and it was for like doing leather care and stuff. It wasn't, uh, it was always missing that fun side. Like you just go out and hang out for a little bit and you get kind of burned out with like, you can only look at so many bikes so many times and you can only look at the same vendor so many times. You go to all these shows, it's the same thing over and over and over. What do you think uh, the rallies, and I, this is for both of you, what have they lost over the years? They've become commercialized. Yeah. Commercialized, and they're more going to the people that they're want, you know, the doctors and lawyers that want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars versus the dirty bikers that like to have fun. Mm-hmm. And do you, you know... know- do you notice, uh, Andrew, the uh, the way the scene has evolved to where you got like opposite sides of the street where you have the RVers and uh, 
on one side of the rally grounds and then you have tent cities on that and the parties are a lot different and you know the RVers look down at us dirty uh, ass bikers <laughs> oh yeah yeah you know if you haven't camped out and had a good time in a tent it's usually you're just drunk and your head just hits the hits the, just the inside of the tent door the rest of your body's still outside <laughs> having fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how you do it Jake's over here, man. Man, I'm on a race team. I get to stay in tr- uh, in the RV, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've I've uh, I've been pretty fortunate with places I've stayed in the last few years. However, I will say, uh, not last year, Sturgis. Year before, I chose to stay in the uh, the trailer that we had set up for um, doing shock installs and all that. I just threw an air mattress in the back and just stayed there the whole time. Have you ever run into Jake uh, Scooter Tramp Scotty? He does tires up there. He's real big on uh, the tube and all that. I have not, I don't think. Sounds familiar, but I don't think so. He, like, lives on his bike and stuff. He goes on to Mexico during uh, the wintertime and all that stuff, but stays in abandoned buildings, all freaky kind of shit, man. (laughs) Jesus. And another thing, Andrew, I think. My one buddy, he used to just he used to sleep underneath the train track overpasses on his bike all the time he'd just pull underneath there and crash for a night and keep traveling the country doing that <laughs> that actually sounds pretty fun actually to be honest i was with just you. gonna say i mean it doesn't sound like a bad gig yeah yeah if you if you ever a- done the oak any of you guys ever done the uh the hokahe where you gotta it's kind of like a race with you it's like a legal almost kind of like the cannonball Right. Yeah, yeah sleep nah. you sleep in I slept in a freaking graveyard doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it sounds fun though, man. You just uh you know, you have your 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 basically your duffel bag on your on your back, you just put it down, sleep for about three hours and keep rolling. Yeah, that's it, man. Hell yeah. of a time, and it's a hell yeah, of a for time. Sure. Well, uh, guys, uh, Marco, you want to finish this up? Uh, well, we appreciate you guys uh, being here. And one more time, Andrew, to give everybody the dates. And uh, is there a website we can get to to get all your information if people want to go to Chopper Fest in Wisconsin? Yeah, you can look up. So the dates are July 22nd of 2023. You can go on MidwestChopperFest.com or look us up on Facebook. And we do have an Instagram also. All right, and people are uh, in, they're, they're checking in on on Facebook and kind of you know saying they're going to go and all that jazz. Yeah, I have a check in an event uh, event page on there for uh, the show. All right, and are the strippers on there yet? Because if you get strippers, more strippers on there, I, I believe we'll get more people up there. Just just <laughs> in a, just a, you know, I'm not a, I'm not like a marketer, but I'm just saying if they're on there, you'll probably get more people. I should go interview yeah, them no, and uh, say. Yeah, my buddy, one of my buddies, his cousin runs that place and owns it. So it's uh, that's what I want to hear right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. All right, and Jake, for you guys, uh, you're going to be at Road America. That's uh, happening uh, in what the first week of July? First week of June. June, I mean, first week of June. We can we can June. And you guys have uh, have your team up there. Can people come up to your booth there? Do you guys have a place to be out, or you guys going to be? Um, so we will have the booth set up there, trailer and all that, but we won't actually have our booth set up there for like our shock installs and all that. 
Yeah. But, um, we'll have the trailer set there and that for. Well, I know. Yeah, Hollywood and I are going to be uh, actually up there uh, to both both these places uh, doing uh, doing some events and doing some streaming. So I can't wait to to see you guys. Maybe I know you'll be busy, both of you, but maybe you can uh, lend us about 15, 10, 15 minutes, and we'll do another little quick live uh, when we get. I won't be. I personally won't be at Road America. We have a cancer run up in our area that I'll be doing that weekend. So oh, okay. Find Pete. Yeah, we'll bug Pete. He loves being bugged. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does. Sure, he won't be busy that weekend at all. So, <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate you uh, spending a few minutes with us and playing our game and having a good time. And uh, you know, I just want to end up by saying, you know, I love. Uh, I know we kind of talked this whole show about uh, getting back to the roots, and uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with Sturgis, and there's nothing wrong with Bike Week and Daytona. I mean, those those have their places, but man, these little events where you can go and hang out and spend the night, and you don't have to leave, you don't have to get a hotel. And, you know, you could take 30 or 40 bucks and probably have the best night of your life. I mean, those really, I think um, Hollywood kind of was uh, hinting around. I think that's what we're getting back to. I think um, it's really weird. We're going full circle to uh, as far as, you know, biker, the biker scene, especially to go do something fun, hang out with your brothers and sisters and just uh, have a good time and be intimate and have have everything right in one location. I think it's a great idea. So I'm glad you guys are doing it. Rock on, man. Uh, thanks for coming on, Andrew, Jake, uh, I'll be Thank in you. touch with everybody. I'm going to start running again, the commercials with Andrew, uh, Marco's going to run them too. And, uh, if you got some stuff, videos or something, uh, Jake, you can send them over to me. We'll get you, uh, out there, uh, into the scene. Anyway, guys, I appreciate, uh, everybody that's watching and that's going to be listening and watching on the replays. Uh, you can hear us on Spotify, all that good stuff. And uh, that's it, man. That's it for this today's show. Thanks, Marco, for uh, bringing the fun game, you freak. Uh, so. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we'll talk to everybody later. Rock on, baby. See ya.